I'm Brett Boone from the Brett Boone Podcast. Every week we look at the state of Major League Baseball, which teams are exceeding expectations, which ones are struggling to meet them. Follow and listen to the Brett Boone Podcast on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good evening, folks. It's time for your Thursday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast taking a look at the day's top stories. And as you probably noticed, if you're a regular downloader, I guess, of these podcasts, we didn't have one yesterday. Um, Basically, I was just too fatigued and tired after the State of the Commonwealth um, and the Democratic response or rebuttal, whatever they wanted to to title it yesterday. Um, To go ahead and do one, I continue to uh, deal with this uh, knee injury, plus I had a you know, for lack of better terms, a second trip to the ER <laughs> after the Ugh. knee injury. Um, That's two more than you needed. Yeah, so exactly. Two more than I was expecting to have at the beginning of January. So sure. long, long story short, we didn't do one yesterday. And you may find these be a little more um, intermittent as uh, the uh, days go on as I try to recover from uh, this serious knee injury. Um So uh, I have been working from home. I continue to try and work from home. I really want to get you guys the news that uh, you deserve. Um, And I think we've been doing a good job on air, but uh, some things have to take a uh, back seat. And the podcast was, uh, was one of them and may continue to be one of them as well as the social media stuff that I've been doing on Instagram and uh, Facebook live and things like that. And for the past week or so, I have not been available to possibly do a podcast with you and this is my first time back for a while because i've been sick so um you know so had uh you know positive covid uh um you know uh outcome so you know on the back end of that so i think uh so that's why you know when there wasn't an opportunity for matt to do one i couldn't step in to do one right basically what jeff is saying when it rains it pours at wr <laughs> pretty much Pretty much that's uh, what we're saying. That that being said, uh, I do need to give a lot of credit to both uh, Dennis, who is basically anchored oh, yeah, if no demand um, over the last couple of weeks, and David Lefkowitz, who has basically reported on every story known to man over the last uh, couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, you know, it's good to have people like them around. Yeah, sure. David, David, David would show up uh, at times where there was no one else in the building just to try and get stories for people. So I got to give him. A, a lot of credit and same with Dennis. Dennis has done, you know, every shift we've had over the last couple of weeks. So uh, yeah. Yeah. all credit to them. So yeah. enough about us. Um, we'll move on to uh, stories that uh, we covered for you today and actually stories that we covered for you late yesterday. Obviously the general assembly is now fully in swing. Um, Governor Youngkin gave his state of the Commonwealth uh, around this time yesterday, as of recording, we're recording at 4 PM on Thursday. Um, he gave a state of the Commonwealth yesterday at this time. A um, lot of talking about uh, his uh, agenda for the next session, for this this session. Um, did mention, and it was only a little bit, but it's been taking the primary headlines, mentioned a ban on abortion after 15 weeks. I can tell you it's not going to fly with Democrats. They've made it clear um, both in their rebuttal yesterday and again on the House floor today, uh, Delegate Don Scott saying, hey, you know, we just had this uh, special election on Tuesday and Democrats won, you know, in yeah. fact, increased the majority in the state Senate. Virginians don't want a uh, 15 week ban. They're not going to go for it. Right. And, it, you know, it it's just like, well, this has even become 
more or even less likely after last night's special election because of the Democrats winning that one in Virginia Beach, because that was the uh, Jen Kiggins seat, right? Right, right. And and that wasn't as much an upset, I think, as some people are maybe portraying it to be, because she only won that seat by a couple hundred votes the first time. Um, so the fact that it went a couple hundred the other way in a off election uh, is not surprising either. So, yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, um, uh, a question about the time. I think in previous years, hasn't it been like a seven thirty speech? Yes, and uh, and uh, the governor, Governor Youngkin, has done his speeches um, earlier in the afternoon. Now, last year, and I did not happen to catch it if it was the case this year. Last year, he did in the afternoon, so he could make appearances on national TV shows that evening after the speech. I'm not sure he did it this time around, but uh, I know that was the reasoning behind it last year. Yeah, well, maybe there was good feedback for the time change. Who knows? Maybe. maybe, Hey, let me tell you something. If I had been down there, four o'clock is a lot better than hanging out at at the General Assembly till, uh, you know, nine, 10 o'clock finishing up stories. I'd much rather be done at seven, to be totally honest with you. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. So so, you know, the timing is is not great in terms of drive time, but it's great in terms of actually getting out at a decent hour. So, yes, that's. That's first world reporter problems there. So, <laughs> Right. Nobody cares except uh, you and possibly uh, some other people in the General Assembly. <laughs> exactly. Um, other things going into the General Assembly, uh, the uh, Senate Education Subcommittee did, um, did kill a bill this afternoon that would have required school boards to come up with policies, basically providing for clear guidelines for allowing for written consent. Um, for kids taking out books with uh, any number of sexual acts depicted in them. Um, This is another one of those notification bills that has come up. Um, Democrats saying this really isn't an issue that, you know, school libraries have age appropriate material. There are policies in place for dealing what's in libraries, but this was just looking for greater notification and written consent for books being withdrawn from school libraries. But this be filed under the kind of the parental rights kind of uh, folder of laws that potentially could come this year? Absolutely. And in fact, there was a parental rights transparency bill of rights bill brought by Senator Amanda Chase that was also in the subcommittee today, but they actually ended up uh, delaying a vote on that till next week. Mm-hmm. So, so yes, it's, it's one of a number of bills. We're going to see very similar things coming up over the next several weeks. Yeah. So, um, speaking of the General Assembly, you uh, talked to Richmond PD. Of course, uh, Monday is Lobby Day, which uh, in the past has had huge crowds, uh, but they've got some plans in place for, for dealing with that this year. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's like they do every year. Uh, now, of course, Lobby Day uh, attracts a lot of attention from people uh, around the state as they come to Richmond to try to uh, lobby their legislators in person at the state capitol. And uh, uh, because of that, Richmond police will be uh, closing some roads in that time frame uh, where the bulk of the uh, lobby day uh, activities will be going on. So from 5 a.m. to 6 p.m. Now, of course, uh, the, you know, some of the lobbying won't go that early, <laughs> 5 a.m., but they want to, you know, allow some time for those roads to be closed uh, to, you uh, to allow for more free traversing for people in that area as they go into Capitol Square. But uh, the the roads that will be closed in this the time period, basically the roads around 
Capitol Square, specifically 9th Street between Main and Broad. Uh, you get East Franklin between 8th and 9th and Grace between 8th and 9th. Now, if you uh, expand that square or circle a little bit wider, uh, there are no parking zones. This will also go uh, on the other side of Broad Street. Um, and there's a list of uh, uh, no parking zones in that area as well. You may want to uh, go to our website to check out all the roads there. But those three that I mentioned, the 9th Street between Main and Broad, the Franklin between 8th and 9th, and Grace between 8th and 9th, those are the main uh, roads that will close for those 13 hours. But there are an additional uh, no parking zones that we invite you to check out at our website at our story at uh, newsradiowrva.com. Uh, James Mercani from Richmond Police advising you that if you do park there for whatever reason uh, on a regular basis uh, in some of those areas where there will be no parking zones or even road closures uh, to be sure to move your car or else it will be towed and moved for you. And that would not be a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, one final story you covered uh, moving off the General Assembly. Um well, actually, and I had a couple as well, but uh, you you handled this story down in Chesterfield. Strange uh, story out in Chesterfield uh, involving a crash into a pond. Yeah, this happened uh, about 1015 this morning uh, on Mount Blanco Road. This is kind of in the Dutch Gap area of Chester. Um, now, police say that witnesses reported a car that was driving on Mount Blanco Road uh, just drove off the road straight into a retention pond. Uh, the car was, of course, submerged in the pond. Uh, witnesses reported that the uh, driver did not uh, be, uh, get out of the vehicle and resurface. And so there was concern about that. So in addition to police responding, fire and EMS also responded to try to uh, uh, try to save the person who had uh, who was behind the wheel of this car. And the police don't know the identity of the uh, person driving at this time. At least they're not releasing it pending notification of next of kin. The person did die in this incident. Um, so basically fire and EMS tried to um, administer CPR when they did finally get the guy out of, or the person out of the car. We don't know uh, at this point, whether it's a man or a woman, uh, the person out of the car administered CPR, but, that was unsuccessful, or at least it was the next step was taking the person to the hospital where that person died from their injuries. So I would think, um, although we didn't do a phone interview with Chesterfield police, although we efforted at that, um, I assume that they're looking for more information as to how this might've happened and, and maybe the circumstances leading up to it. I don't know if there was any, uh, you know, any sort of indication that uh, the person was driving erratically before this happened or anything like that. But I would think that any sort of information has that anybody would have who might've witnessed this. I would imagine that information would be helpful to Chesterfield police. Yeah, ex exactly. And uh, one final story we, we uh, dealt with uh, VDOT is putting up or has put up, I should say some over height vehicle uh, detection systems basically to prevent overheight trucks from hitting overpasses. And, you know, I wouldn't have thought this is a major problem, but they said this has happened 54 times in Richmond since 2018. Wow. I can think of one, and even that one wasn't an overheight truck. 
But yeah, you would think that every time that would happen, that would attract some kind of news yeah. attention. But yeah, this has happened 54 times. So basically, it just warns uh, drivers of overhyped vehicles that, hey, we've got this coming up. Uh, you better choose an alternate route. And this is going to be on, on 95 North uh, down in Prince George, I-95 South in Hanover, um, I-64 East in Goochland, I-64 West in New Kent. And then there's one on I-85 North in Dinwiddie. So is there some sort of sensor that automatically goes off as this truck approaches? I was trying to get more answers on that from VDOT. They have not gotten back to me at this point. So it's it's okay. it's a little nebulous as to how it works. But I will say this, it does work. They said they put it up around the Benjamin Harrison Bridge for mm-hmm. an overpass near there, and it reduced uh, bridge strikes by 100%. Can't get much better than that. Yeah, can't do. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so obviously, yeah, obviously they work, and it's something they're they're continuing to try, and they've been used in Hampton Roads a lot as well. So now, I uh, the the places you mentioned where this happened um, or this is happening are a lot of surrounding counties, and from what I understand, because I got the same press release you did, this has been. I mean, there's these are not. Uh, there's also systems in place in like the cities of Richmond and Colonial Heights and Petersburg already. Well, no, that's, that's where, that's where they're going to to protect the bridges in Petersburg and Colonial Heights and, and Richmond. So I didn't know if there was any locations in Richmond where this is. No, no, this is to protect those overpasses in those localities. Gotcha. So, but, uh, but like we said, they work in light and they have been used in Hampton roads as well. So. Eventually, yeah. they're going to raise all of those overpasses. It just takes a while. So, yeah, these aren't done overnight. Exactly. You can't build a bridge overnight. No. So, so. But, anyways, this has been the Thursday evening edition of its news to us. Um, like we said, uh, these will be intermittent over the uh, next couple of weeks as we all deal with our various health related issues. Um, but we promise once we are all back, we will be firing on all cylinders and everything will be. Be just fine, and we'll get you uh, all the news that you need in all the formats you expect them to be in. So, right. Uh, is it fair to say that uh, with your absence tomorrow, I'll be doing the podcast? Jeff Stapleton will be doing the podcast tomorrow. Exactly. So, all right. So for Jeff Stapleton, I'm News Director Matt Demline. Jeff will be talking to you tomorrow. Baseball season is heating up. Odyssey has you covered with the most entertaining coverage of your team. Stay locked in and in the know with the local voices you trust as they bring you unfiltered takes, recap games, react to the latest team news, and talk to callers. Listen to your favorite shows for free on the Odyssey app, odyssey.com, your smart speaker, or in the car with Android Auto or Apple CarPlay. 